This is Drew Nuts from the Tashi Station Nerf Herders, and you're listening to the Shattered Order Podcast. What a piece of junk! This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off! If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Good Night Punk. up our thoughts on the first territory battle, talk about the new veteran smugglers Han and Chewie, and wrap up season two of Trivia, coming up. Hello and welcome to episode 62 of the Shattered Order podcast. I'm your host, with you as always, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. What's up, Wink? Oh, not a lot. Kind of, you know, same as always. We are testing some new things this week. Got the soundboard back. Yeah. Soundboard is back. Yep. So my uh, head lost about four pounds this week. Yeah. You look, uh, you look a little bit different. Uh, you know, going back to my Navy roots, got to get that head shaved. That's understandable. uh, Besides, that long hair here in Arizona is just like a sweat rag that sits on top of your head. So, gotta get rid uh, of that. Man. Yeah, that's totally understandable. That would that just sounds miserable, honestly. <laughs> Weather's was. been great here, so I'm preparing for winter. You know. Yeah, there you go. Well, I shaved all mine off because it's still a hundred here. Yeah, I'm not sure we're the Beard Brothers anymore, but that's all right. There's a beard there. It's it's not half as thick as yours anymore you got baby beard it's all right it's all right well baby beard with two big gray balls on my chin so (laughs) fair enough what's going on man guess what what i got i'm really glad that we're gonna do a whole podcast on destiny 2 this week oh i know this is exciting (laughs) wednesday i'm ready to talk about it for two hours Let's do it. I will probably not have gotten it because I just don't have time to play video games at the moment. So, <laughs> Except for one, right? Well, besides the one, of course. Nukin, that's a good question. I don't know if the beard or the shiny head is more distracting. The beard's more beautiful. <laughs> we know that. Oh, we're going to have to uh, put up a poll on that one. Oh, we can do that. Yeah, <laughs> let's see. We'll see what people think. So, uh, what are you drinking there? I am drinking the same thing I drank last week when we were on with our good friends from Swaga In Depth, uh, Dos Equis. What about you? Very nice. Well, I got the uh, the head sized bottle of sangria again. Ooh, so uh, delicious. <laughs> I'll be down in that tonight. You're not gonna have a hangover again on Saturday, are you? That bottle is one and a half liters. I guarantee <laughs> I will have it drank by the end of the podcast. So where is it you get so, that at again? 
Costco. Costco. Okay, we don't $6. have one of those around here. It's yeah. amazing. I was going to say I'd go get one, but, you know, it's kind of <laughs> difficult. What can you do? Maybe I'll mail you one. Ah, you should. For sure. So, uh, yeah, football's back. Right. Let's just waste five whole minutes on non-Star Wars things here. But uh, I just want to say that Chiefs game against the Pats Man. last night. Amazing. They put on a clinic, didn't they? They did, and here's the problem. Alex Smith looked like a different quarterback, you know, like throwing oh. the ball more than 10 yards downfield. It was crazy. Yeah, right? What, he got an arm somehow. Yeah. But the thing is, like, in my in our uh, Shattered Order Fantasy Football League, the person I played, so J-Pod, I believe, he started Kareem Hunt. Ooh. So uh, his 236 yards and three touchdowns, that didn't Ooh. feel good. Bad news. <laughs> one good thing for me, I picked up Tyreek Hill in one of my money leagues, and guess who started that guy? Very happy. <laughs> Very nice. Well, cool. Let's jump into things. What do you say? How about we start with new Patreons this week? Uh, let's do it. Uh, so this week we got uh, Patreons from Infidel, and I'm going to butcher this name. It's spelled R-U-K-H, Rook. I'm going to guess. Let me know if that's correct or not. And then we also got our good old buddy and former guild member, Rock, who has actually helped us out quite a bit with audio quality on the podcast and all that stuff. So big shout out to him as well. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Y'all are the best. And all of our other Patreon subscriber helper whatever you want to call them patrons i guess Co- yes council council the council the council <laughs> i like it yeah so uh yeah uh thank you guys we love you all for sure and if you want to be one of those people go check out our patreon at patreon.com slash shattered order if you want to just help us to make the show better just want to say thank you for what we do we appreciate that. You don't have to. This podcast will always be free. Yep. But we appreciate your appreciation, if that makes sense. That is true. <laughs> so while you're at it, head over to iTunes, YouTube, your podcast listening device of choice, and hit that subscribe button. And uh, support us that way, too. We would appreciate it. Yes, we would. So... We usually start off with the news, and there was some there was some juicy news this week. But let's uh, let's finish. When we did our last podcast, it was the right in the middle of phase two of the first territory battle. Yes, and from now we've actually finished the first one, so we got plenty to talk about with how things went down throughout the rest of that territory battle. So why don't we start with that? Let's do it. All right. Well, what? First thing, well, well this for, part here, for, we'll save till the end. First thing, uh, let's talk about how our guild did. Okay. So, I think our galactic power total was around 86 million, and we ended up finishing with 35 stars. We should have had 36, because there was, I think it was phase two. We ended up short, what, like... 800,000 or something on one. We had Yeah, a, it was uh, less than a million and it was actually thrown into the one that was already three star by accident. So Yeah, it was Oops. super unfortunate. So Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, we got um, got some rewards. Uh, there has been, uh, you know, some people that were not too happy about the rewards. But we got a bunch of credits. We got some crystals. Uh, what else did we get? Um, uh, got crystals. We got currency. We got two different salvage pieces, but one of yes. them was actually two pieces put together. Yes, added together. That's what so. I was trying to think of. Yep. So it looked like we got three pieces, but we actually got sixteen of one of the you know gold pieces and then we got you know 10 each i think of the other pieces so not too bad and if you look at the amount of gear and currency that you get i mean you're basically averaging over um you know a gear 12 piece per completion probably definitely more than that and so i mean i didn't think the rewards were that bad uh that's been something i've heard a lot of people complaining about were the rewards but I didn't have too much of an issue with it. What did you think? Well, first, my my first thought is, these are a week-long thing, right? And we are getting less salvage than you do on a day-long raid. So, first off, that I don't That's think true. they give you enough. For the, for the amount of effort we put into that, I don't think there was enough given in rewards. And then on top of that, I don't know what to say on top of that. Yeah. But one thing I wanted to mention was the fact that it was kind of a surprise that every single person in the guild got the exact same rewards. Yeah. Like, I knew that we were all going to get the same tier rewards. Like, we were all going to get that box, but I thought everyone would get a different box and might get, someone might get a full piece, others might not. But it turns out if you, if you get one piece... Everyone in the guild's getting that one piece. And uh, to be honest, I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, I totally agree. That way, if we get something we don't like, we can all bitch together. And, you know, maybe at some point we can all be excited about the boom boxes. <laughs> yeah, dude, <laughs> I saw the next tier boom boxes are in there, and I just can't yep. wait to have a thousand. Oh, I know. I was kind of surprised okay. we didn't get some, actually. Seriously, if they uh, that picture would have been... been uh, the background of our Twitter forever. Yeah. My first territory battles, <laughs> I got a bunch of boom boxes. Um, yep. So, uh, what was your overall impression? Overall, I felt like it was a lot of fun, and I felt like the ending fell flat. Because, and let me explain that. When we watched the Game Changer videos, they didn't allow us to know what was happening on that sixth phase, which kind of built it up in my head is uh was that it was something big like maybe you're fighting against a star destroyer at the end maybe you're fighting the uh atat you know something big but as it turned out it was just uh the same as every other phase where you ran through uh tiers of stormtroopers and snowtroopers and whatever which i'm not complaining i'm not saying that's bad but it was definitely not what i expected for that last phase when it was so shrouded in secrecy from those videos you know yep i agree with you um that's i mean my overall impression was i really liked the territory battle i thought it was a lot of fun it was different uh it was nice like having your whole guild actually work together to complete one thing you know rather than kind of a bunch of individuals combining the way it is on raids and 
the waves were really good. I mean, the difficulty increased, and I mean, it got to a point where it wasn't impossible. It was still doable, but it was very difficult. I loved all that. The only thing that I had an issue with, really, was basically what you said. I kind of expected there to be a little bit more of kind of a big boss ending, almost maybe a mini raid at the end, or something along those lines to finish it off, because it was kind of one of those things where it's like you go through them and then it's just gone. Um, that that was the only part that really left me kind of disappointed. So I kind of see the special mission with that requires Rolo and Captain Hot Han yeah. um, as the end game for territory battles, only yeah. because requires both of them at seven stars and that's going to take a while is that the one i mean i guess we don't really know but i'm assuming that's the one where the atst is hiding yeah uh i believe that's the rumor well someday we'll fight the atst one of these days so (laughs) i mean we're obviously all farming uh hon up pretty well we only got two layer shards this past time so I next think that number is going to skyrocket the next one. Yeah. I you know I've seen a lot of people getting five star haunts, so that will really help. And that's something else. Uh, I mean, them pushing this back to Monday rather than having it this past Thursday, like, I wouldn't have been able to get my five star Han without spending the $10. But with them moving it back, I was actually able to, uh, able to do that with just my refreshes. So. Nice. Yeah, I got a couple of days. Actually, well, it's funny because I originally thought, okay, crap, I got, I got uh, Saturday and Sunday to get the last thirty-five shards. I think I need to get into five star. But then I realized, you know, I actually, actually, which was doable, you know, but I actually have till phase three, so five days total, even to get those shards. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I don't need him five stars at phase one. Yeah. So. Gave a lot of people a lot of extra time to get him there and hopefully get a lot of guilds, a lot of extra Rolo shards. So For sure. Uh, one point I'd like to bring up that... Uh, was that J-Pod that mentioned it? Um, there were no credits in the rewards. I That was a little disappointing yeah. as well. Uh, I mean, even throwing us one or two million credits, I mean... With the credit crunch that's here, especially with people trying to get ready for territory battles, it'd be nice for them to throw some credits back at us for sure. So, didn't we get credits when we did uh, tournaments? Wasn't that part of those rewards? Yeah, you actually got a ton of credits from doing that. I mean, yeah. That, so I would kind of think that that would have been in there, but yeah. I, s- I will say that I will I say this: it's nice that in a guild event they are giving out crystals. And a good chunk, so... This is true. It was nice to see those tossed in there. Yep, totally agree. Excellent point. Don't want to forget so, those. For well, sure. uh, we wanted to talk about some tips, some things that we learned, some team comp ideas, and some stuff like that to help you on your next territory battle this upcoming week. Um, we're going to break it down into individual strategy and guild strategy. So... We will cover individual strategies first. How's that sound? That sounds amazing. This was a big debate I've seen in a lot of places where those elite characters 
What do you do with them? Do you kill them first? Do you leave them for last? What was your strategy regarding those? Um, I stunned them if I had stunned characters and then went after the lower health guys. If I didn't have stunned characters, then I tried I tried to kill them. And if, they, if it was later phases, since they had so much more health than the other guys, yep. I would do my best to uh, neuter the other guys so that they couldn't uh, hurt me yep. while that guy was doing his thing and the biggest thing is trying to keep the keep the ones at bay that would add all the buffs because holy cow once they started buffing themselves up it was a nightmare because they gave themselves speed up they gave themselves protection up and once they started just feeding each other it got real nasty yeah for sure uh like you said i mean the amount of health that they have is ridiculous so if you're just sitting there <laughs> hacking Especially away at phase six, man, that oh was my no God, joke. I know when there's all of them, silly. There aren't tick marks anymore. Yeah, the bars are just black. Yeah, as that was rough. There I mean, were some like I don't know if you saw this, but there were some characters with so much protection that the black marks got so close together that it bugged, and the protection bar showed white. Huh. It was weird. I didn't see. I don't recall seeing that. I may have though. I I, I, I took a remember. screenshot. I think oh, it's on you? my phone. I'll have to like tweet it or nice. something. But I, I first time I saw it, I'm like, this is new, because it's normally that light blue color, right? And then it was just straight up white. It was weird. Uh, did you beat the that uh rebel challenge that had all those elite guys at the end? The rebel uh, on phase six. Yes, phase six, the rebel requirement one. I believe it. Was oh, that one. oh no! I there's uh, the thing, right? I was waiting for five turret shards to actually have a full rogue one team. Oh yeah, and I didn't get them till the next day. So I had a four man rogue one squad with uh, oh, some I... low geared Bistan just chilling at gear one level one, and uh, I think I got three out of six on that. Yeah, and then got my ass handed to me. I, so that's definitely one I'm working on right now. Yeah, same here. I spent some credits and leveled up Bastan and Cassian. They're like gear seven or something. I just threw some mods on them and used, you know, Gen leader. I think she's gear ten for my phase three team. I leveled her up some, and then my Chariot's gear eleven. So Jin and Chariot, I mean, they worked really well together. You know, still in turn meter, giving turn meter to Chariot, healing the counters, all that was really good uh, i made it into phase four didn't complete it so i was just you know three out of six on that one um yeah it was uh jen and sure or not sure jen and Chert would have been the ones doing work for me but i think jen was gear 10 for me and everyone else was probably in seven or eight range yeah which included Bodie rook um gosh i don't even cassian I don't even remember who I used. That's how yeah. leveled my rogue one is. Tough. And I don't have, and I'm working still farming K2 from my protest farm. <laughs> so uh, I don't have him to use. So eventually I'll finish him and then I can gear him up. Nice. But, um, yeah. Well, real quick, back to the elites. Uh, I kind of had the same strategy as you. There were a lot of people arguing that you should kill them first. And I didn't have very good luck doing that. Um, seemed like things would kind of get out of hand if I started to do that because you're absorbing so much damage from all the other characters due to how long it takes to kill the elites. 
since they have yeah. a ridiculous amount of health, you don't really want to just stay hacking at that thing while you're getting attacked. So you can kill off those other side guys a lot quicker, get them out of the way, not have to deal with them, and use stuns, which we'll get into in a second, to kind of keep the elites at bay. So, uh, kind of good to know that you and I both fall on the same side of that debate. Yeah, I just don't like keep to keep being shot in the face while I'm trying to kill one dude. If I can kill the dude shooting me in the face, you know. I'm totally with you. Agreed. As long as I can kill him before that elite starts throwing out his buffs. Yeah, if that's the case. That's... If you don't, if you don't kill them before he starts buffing them up, you've gone nowhere, and you're sitting in the middle yep. of the road with about six trucks coming at you. It can get rough so. real quick, <laughs> dude. For real, it <laughs> um, was nasty. So, but I, let me just mention. I think okay. that that's awesome about that last phase. Is I was rolling through every phase besides phase six, going six for six, and then I got to phase six and uh that one actually yeah. became a much bigger challenge because of the gear requirements and the uh, star requirements it actually made it it made it more fun on that one because i didn't know for sure going in that my comp team comps were just going to roll through you know what yeah I mean? i'll get into an interesting team comp that i used that i thought was that worked really well but real quick uh so as far as strategies getting prepared, if we kind of talked about this already, but getting all your characters to like level 50 and around gear 7 so that you can throw some mods in there, great idea for getting your galactic power up to help your guild and get ready for the uh, territory battle. Or territory battle! Um, <laughs> we've been, we've been la- slacking on that uh, lately. It's, it gets tiring. Well, we say it so many times. Oh, you know? I know. We're eventually going to lose our voice, which would be terrible. That's a good point. Um, going to have to make a drop for the soundboard to where I can just hit it every time. <laughs> just slam it every yeah. single time. It's like me yelling it. territory battles you know, or something. Anyway, <laughs> um, so after you kind of get all those characters up, one thing I started to do was save my currency and try to use it to increase star level of characters that I needed for either platoon missions or, um, like, Rogue One. And I, I kind of got myself to a point where I didn't have enough currency to do that as often as I'd like, but it did end up saving me quite a bit in, like, that Rogue One deal and a couple of platoons. I was actually able to take some characters who shards. I have all the shards for it's just... I've had no reason to star them up, but it actually gave me a reason to start kind of starting those guys up, which also greatly helps increase my galactic power. So yeah, it, it increases it. It doesn't hurt you when you platoon them because you're not going to be using them in your battles. Yep. So that was an awesome thing. You know, a lot of people never geared up uh, Raid Han, but on that phase six for platoons, we needed at least three of them, and we had plenty of people with low-geared ones they weren't going to use to just throw in there. So, yep. yeah, it worked out well. Worked out well. Cool. Well, uh, now I'd kind of like to talk about team comps a little bit. I can't wait for you to talk about this next one, because uh, it just continues to uh, prove to me what I said months ago. Okay, I am still <laughs> amazed. Dude, I wasn't lying. I'm telling you. Easy mode. Resistance are ridiculous. On phase six, 
the South Territory, I did that battle with my resistance team. I think I got attacked twice. And they're not very well geared, other than my Poe. It's unbelievable. It, I mean, they are... They're insanely... I mean, I don't want to say overpowered. But yeah, when it comes to multi-phase type battles, uh, they are the absolute king. And there's no one else that's even close. Um, yeah, so you got you got to wonder what they're going to do to this team because in the future, if they just do this all the time, they're just going to have problems in certain things, you know. But it's yeah. just ridiculous what they can do, and being able to use them for one of your combat missions in every phase, you're pretty much guaranteed to six for six for at least one combat mission. Yep, that is true, and they're not. They they do have some hard pieces involved in gearing them up, but as far as gearing them up goes compared to the other teams that I've geared up, like, say, the clones, they are nowhere near as hard to gear. And you could probably get yep. them usable in, like, a week if you had them at seven stars. Yep. So. So, quick rundown on the resistance team. Finn, obviously, insanely important. He's a tank, so he's going to be one you want geared up a little bit. but. His special is pretty much a guaranteed stun, so he's one of those guys you definitely want high potency on. You don't want him to be missing that. Uh, Poe is another one. His taunt is kind of what makes this entire team go. It's kind of the most important ability in the entire team. So making sure that you have a lot of speed on Poe is great because he can get that first turn and get all those exposes early. And having high potency, so ah, potency. Yeah. Um, so if you, yeah, I think that, <laughs> yeah, keep going. <laughs> uh, you know, get him to a forty-five, fifty percent potency, and you should be pretty good there. And then the other absolute key to the resist, uh, resistance team is resistance trooper. He's the only one that has a one hundred percent. Guaranteed, not guaranteed, but 100% chance, you know, assuming the potency tenacity Based equation. Based on potency, yeah. yes. Um, on his basic. So every time he goes, he can land and expose, and he gains 55% turn meter whenever he lands and expose. So, um, Trooper is super important. I think you could probably make a team out of just those three and be insanely effective. My resistance pilot is pretty much worthless. She's level 65, so she only has like a 55% chance or something of even landing exposed with her special. But, uh, like I said, Finn, Poe, Resistance Trooper, those three are the absolute keys. Damage? Really not that important with these guys. Um, it can be important, but the biggest thing, you know, is... And you just load, load up offense on Ray, load up yes. offense and a little bit of potency on resistance true or pilot resistance pilot and let them be your damage dealers. And the biggest thing, the biggest thing you want to do, and I think you mentioned this earlier, is you want resistance trooper and Poe to be fast and you want them to have the potency to hit when they hit. And at that point, if you get 
At that point, speed on the other three don't matter because you're adding so many exposes and all the extra turn meter from yes. hitting those exposes that them being fast won't matter because you're getting the turn meter anyway. So you're going to want the like Poe and Resistance Trooper fast so that they can get those exposes out there and everyone else can hit them and just keep the thing rolling. Yep. And uh, as far as, you know, R2 is kind of the sixth wheel for this team. Works really well, uh, great for the stuns and the damage, but the problem is you're either giving up a ton of damage from right, or you're giving up a marginal chance to expose with Resistance Trooper, and, you know, apparently Resistance Trooper is really good, I don't really know because of how poorly geared she is, so I haven't really got to experiment with, experiment with her too much. Um, but she really hasn't affected the way my resistance team works, which is nice. The biggest advantage I've found using R2 over resistance pilot in this team is in Galactic War, not necessarily in raids or... 100% agree. Because once you get a bunch of exposes hidden behind a tank and you can't hit them with anyone because they don't have AoEs, Mm -hmm. you can... uh, totally destroy that notion with r2's aoe yep and fill everyone back up on turn meter and uh, just keep the whole thing ro- whole thing rolling yes and another reason it like in galactic wars if you go against counter teams r2 can keep from poe taking too much damage when you know resistance trooper ray and everyone else is going by adding stealth to them plus he has that awesome stun on his basic um yep Another key to making resistance works is make sure you're giving Ray offense up. When she gets offense up and advantage and all that good stuff, I mean, she can lay some serious waste. Uh, like, just basically, like, she really don't even need speed on this team. Just literally load her up with as much offense as possible and you'll probably be good. Um, oh, if every time she's going, she's using her second ability and you're slapping people around for 40,000, yeah. you're going to look. Oh, yes. It's, when she's one-shotting people, you're just happy as a clown. Yep, that's very true. Now, uh, something else that's a little bit... Um, requires a little bit more thinking, maybe, with a resistance team that I'm not sure... That I haven't heard a lot of people talk about is the way their turn meter works. And so if you're exposing multiple characters, you have multiple characters exposed... If you're going to attack someone who's not exposed, do it when you have multiple characters that have full turn meter. If you're watching your turn meter on those teams, you can always use kind of the last person there to attack someone that has exposed and keep given turn meter. Versus, you know, if you're just keep attacking somebody with exposed, you could get to the point where... You're not exposing, and you start losing out on a lot of turn meter. So watch where your turn meter's at with this team. It can help you a ton. Yep. (laughs) Um, Anything else? What's that next team? I don't have anything more to add to them besides, you know, expose, expose, expose. You gotta love them. And just a, a side note, we haven't really talked about the news this week and the fact that Two more characters have been added, but we'll get to who they are and what they do. But they aren't Resistance, but they are from The Force Awakens. But Ah. the fact that they don't expose kind of makes me not worried that they're not Resistance. They could have been thrown in for extra damage. Yep. 
for sure. But uh, I'm not too terribly hurt by the fact that that wasn't added onto those guys. Yep, I'm with you 100%. Um, all right, the next team I want to talk about are Jedi. Uh, I think a lot of people have said they're not really that great for territory battles. I strongly disagree. I think they're actually pretty awesome, you know, obviously with the Qui-Gon Jinn Zeta lead. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of options for them. You can use Barriss, who is super important. Uh, she really doesn't even need to be geared that well because of how tank she tanky she is and the amount of health that she can pass around um, she would definitely get white gear or white protection <laughs> yeah very quickly um and then uh you know ezra works on that team extremely good anakin with his aoe and qui-gon uh with their offense up they can be extremely good uh especially if you can manage to get you know r2 on that team also um but anyway uh i use jedi team a lot strictly jedi uh i was typically using kenobi in my jedi team and i never had any issues on any of the phases that i did uh, one thing that i found that was really important with them was making sure that you kind of always had somebody one of the enemies in red health that way you can trigger uh foresight whenever you need to because uh, if you're not paying attention to foresight, you can s start taking a lot of damage. But if you can kind of trigger that right when you need it, it can help. Well, uh, I mean, it can help a ton for sure. Mm -hmm. um, so that that was the biggest thing that I found is the key. And uh, Barris does not even need a Zeta to be super effective on this team. My Barris was not Zeta, still isn't, and I used her on my Jedi team with great success nice i've always liked barris yeah the only thing i'd never liked about her was her wet noodle lightsaber but yeah that's true she's a great healer so i guess it's a trade-off yep and uh obviously if you pair especially zeta barris with that general kenobi lead whew, it's uh it's annoying as hell that obnoxious arena team. Oh, can we go on a side tangent real quick? <laughs> can we? <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't yet. So, how many characters have you got to gear 12? Several. Several? How many? No, no, that was zero in Spanish. Cero. Oh, Cero. Oh, <laughs> I gotcha. I thought you were saying several. Um, is there anyone you're working on or getting close to? Nope, because I have put all my energy resources into uh hard node farming i'm farming the first order stormtrooper first order tie pilot first order uh base still and what's her his name soldier so oh yeah that's three four five six seven hard nodes a day yep that'll eat through your energy pretty at quickly five a piece so you know that's Even fair. my three refreshes are all going to those hard node farms right now. Yep. So can't blame you. Um, so I actually got my second character gear twelve today, and that was Luke. I've spent some of my, uh, you know, store credits to get the gear that I needed to get him up there. But my first character was General Kenobi, and. Um, you know, he gains like a health increase. Uh, yeah, it's pretty. Nice. Was it like eleven thousand protection or something? Yeah. So uh, 
Meaty. I, I did that, and then I moved some mods around. I have a sweet, sweet protection arrow that has 14 speed on it. I got, mm-hmm. I got another one today that has 156 offense. The speed didn't go up any, but 156 offense. Awesome, right? That is pretty ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, um, so I put four protection primaries on my General Kenobi. And he's right around 120,000 total health and protection. It's so nice in Arena because they can just kind of just keep hacking at you. And it takes a long, long time for that dude to die. Yeah, for sure. Uh, So, yeah, I've gotten him and Luke to Gear 12. No gear from Gear 12 are actually on them, but that's kind of... That's that's kind of my main thing is it's a lot of protection to get them to that gear 12 yes. but as as it stands right now I'm still fighting in the same spot in my arena yep. and winning and staying in the spot I the sweet spot that I like yep. so I'm kind of the same way it really didn't affect my arena performance too much it made things quite a bit easier on offense but I mean it really didn't have a huge effect so um now I did change my arena team this week, so I mean that's probably affected things, but the gear twelve, <laughs> not so much. Right. Um, alright, let's move on to the other really surprisingly good team for territory battles. Phoenix. Hey, I said a while ago that eventually we were gonna find a place for these guys, right? And we did. I think that place has been found. So all the farming for them to get thrown is not in vain, and you can also use yep. them in territory. Territory battles! <laughs> <laughs> that is true. So, uh, do you know why they're good? Because they just keep giving each other health and protection over and over and over. And not to mention, Chopper, just Chopper by himself will never die, because they throw out so much debuffs in territory battles that when he yep. uses his well, sorry, not D. They buff each other so much, and if he uses his third special, he gets rid of their buffs on that character and then t- converts it to health and protection for himself. And I can't tell you, like, I got to the point where I only had Sabine and Chopper left on one battle in one of the earlier stages when I tried them. This was on my alt. And uh, Sabine and Chopper soloed two phases or two tiers by themselves because Chopper just kept healing himself and taunting and Sabine behind his taunt would just kill everyone else. It was crazy. Wow. I wish I'd taken a video of it because literally he just kept healing himself by taking other, the, all their buffs and she would stand back there and just destroy people. It was crazy. Nice. Yep. And Waddle's talking about Kanan, Kanan, Kanan's <laughs> uh, unique for the counters. Yep. Which every time they uh, hit, they're still he- they're healing themselves again. It's just there's a lot of healing going on. I'm gonna have to test this team a little bit more because Ezra's the only one I have geared, you know, decently at all. So uh, yeah, but I mean, people have reported extremely good results. You know, with them being even, you know, gear seven and gear eight in yep. you know territory battles. So. Um, yeah, they are a pretty good investment for this mode. Uh, another sure. team that I really liked a lot was just kind of a typical re- rebel team uh, with the, uh, 
with Wedge lead. That was difficult to say for some reason. Wedge lead <laughs> with Lando. Uh, Lando gains quite a bit of turn meter from that Wedge lead. And, you know, with that many characters out there, he's always doing his AoE. You just kind of have to be careful about those Imperial probe droids. They can be kind of annoying, but this is a great team to use up through the early and middle phases, and they are super fast. I mean, there aren't many teams that can clear enemies out faster than the Rebels, as we all know, so... And as you know, I don't have Lando on my main account, but I have him... I have him gear 11 and uh, 7 star on my alt account, and... I was using him in the early stages on uh, my alt territory battle, and that guy was an all-star. Nice. Yeah, for sure. So so I can see that Rebel team being really good with a wedge lead and uh, Lando in there. Yep. Definitely. Well, now we're on to what I think is the biggest key in territory battles. It is What's that? the best debuff for this game mode, in my opinion. Stuns. Stuns are your best friend in territory battles. They are amazing. Now, a few characters that are really good for stuns are R2, Commander Luke, you know, whenever he attacks someone with defense down already, Finn, Raid Han, Raid Han. Raid on <laughs> Jin, Ayla Secura, Hoth Rebel Scout, all those characters, extremely good. Uh, Phoenix it's, has some stunning as well. As far as Jin goes, the stun is part of a Zeta, isn't it? Um, no, that I believe the uh, the Zeta for her keeps her from getting stunned, it makes it to where she cannot be. Stunned. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, so what's her ability that stuns? Oh, I got you. The truncheon strike stuns. It just never stuns because I only use her in the Rancor raid and it can't stun. Yes. So. I, I can't remember if it's 100% or not. So I am literally looking up on my phone right now. And <laughs> let's see. On a critical hit, it'll stun okay. the target for a turn. So uh, gotcha. she's one of those you want a lot of crit chance on. And plus for the revives. Crit chance is super important on Jin. Um, but yeah, these stuns are great because those elite characters stun them. And you're it's pretty smooth sailing for the most part. Uh, one thing that I liked doing a lot was pairing R2-D2 with Ezra. Because with Ezra, he has that assist that you can choose who you call in. And I would always call in R2. So you call in R2. He stuns, and then Ezra attacks a couple times. It's very nice. The only part where this gets really and they gain is, turn meter is in the later phases. It seems like I can't. I'd have to go look into the uh, rules and everything, but it, I think they get higher tenacity on those characters towards the later phases. I believe that is accurate, but um, my exposes for my resistance team would pay tribute to that idea. Yeah. Uh, and that's why, you know, having potency on them is so important. I mean, potency primary and at least one uh, potency set is super crucial to keeping that team working really well. Mm-hmm. Um, a few points on a few of these characters. Uh, Finn, you're obviously going to use him resistance. And if you don't have him zated, 
you can still stick him on some of these other teams because of the stun. The stuns are that important, in my opinion. Uh, well, the stun and the fact that his basic on a crit can hit for ten to 15,000, depending on your offense. So it's not like he's a slouch yeah. in the offense department on any other team anyway. That's a good point, too. Yep. It's just really funny how he was so discounted for so long, and then, uh, you know, now he's just... Amazing. One of the people, one of the guys everyone loves to yep. have. That's true. So, um, Jen is another one. You know, pairing her with another stunner can be really good since she gives turn meter. Uh, you can basically farm stuns. It's really nice. Ayla, great <laughs> on the Jedi team, and like I said, she has a stun. Hoth Rebel Scout character you have to use. Throw him some crit chance and some potency, and then he can. You know, maybe he lands a critical and stuns someone, and he gets to go again. He's a really good character. A lot of fun. He was an all-star with that stun in The Emperor's Demise when it first came out for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Psh. for sure. Like, it, he would hit a stun on Palpatine, and my heart was happy. Nope. can imagine. Um, now, I want to talk about two... I. I call them unlikely heroes, but I don't know how unlikely one of them is. One of them, uh, I don't think is unlikely, but most people will. So, you know, but we'll get there. Um, so I want to talk a little bit more about Raid Han. He is so good in these multi-phases because at the beginning of every one, he will stun someone. So when there's an elite or when there's a probe droid and you're going to AoE or something along those lines... Use him at the beginning to stun them. Then, you can usually use his second ability or his first special to then stun someone else. But you're going to need potency for that additional stun to keep working. Um, you know, the first one's obviously guaranteed, but the special one, you're going to need potency on him, and it's really important. And something else that can work really well is, you know, when Raid Han does his uh, buff whenever he gives crit chance up and everything, he gives evasion mm-hmm. up. Jeez, uh, throw you, that with... I know where you're going. Uh, yeah. Do you know what Rebel Leader has uh, evasion up? Mr. Old Ben Old Kenobi. Ben Kenobi. That is correct. So he actually allows people to gain turn meter when they evade. So if you can get that 15% evasion plus the evasion from Raid Han, you can have a ton of evasion on all of your characters, be gaining turn meter when you get attacked. So when those uh, characters do their AoE, you may have several characters that get you know a ton of turn meter and then you're going again. So that can be really useful, and I have to say, old Ben, he's a stud in these battles. I've been telling you, <laughs> best AOE in the game, and this is why. Uh, what I was basically doing is using him on all my teams. He's only geared 9, so he's not leveled that well, or geared that well, but I do have good mods on him. Uh, speed mods, I should say. Uh, I have him going as fast as I possibly can. I think whenever we did this, I had him around 210, 211. Um, 
He's in my arena team still, and I've gotten him to 222 because I dropped, uh, I was using Throna, dropped him, and gave all that speed to old Ben. But um, his AoE is great for the phases where you don't have the um, the special ability thing, the, the AoE, the big bomb blaster i don't know what they call it but i don't know the name either but i'd like i i would like for you to keep trying to make up names yeah yeah anyway i'll quit <laughs> but uh so if you don't have that thing using that aoe can be really effective you remove turn meter ability block offense down it saves you a ton of health it keeps them from doing their really annoying buffs and all those special abilities it get it buys you so much extra time to you know land attacks on them and everything it's i mean it was a lifesaver um the uh in that phase six the not the rogue one one but the rebel one in the middle territory i used mm-hmm. uh commander luke r2d2 ezra raid han and old ben and raid han and old ben were they may have been my all-stars if it wasn't for the fact that uh because, you know, Raid Han's, like, gear 8 with no gear in gear 8. I mean, he died, I think, at the beginning of the 6th. Then I lost old Ben. Then I lost R2. And, you know, Commander Luke's a stud. And he managed to pull it off for me. But, uh... I would have made it nowhere close if it wasn't for those stuns and the AoE. So, I mean, those are two characters that really do not need much gear. I mean, you can have them at gear 8 or gear 9 in territory battles and be using them even in the final uh, phase because just the abilities that they offer are that good. Well, you convinced me. Mine's gear 9, and I got some decent mons on him too, but I never use them in anything. So I'm going to have to play with him a little bit because I do enjoy... Using old Ben, so it'd be interesting to try him in some teams there. For sure. My problem is I really don't enjoy using tanks in long battles like that. Because I but there's some tanks okay, that are good and some tanks that aren't good. I'm pre my predisposition is I don't like to use tanks in PvE battles only because when they die I lose a star. I need to get out of that mindset because you don't lose anything by losing people in these battles. So, but like, I don't usually use tanks in light side and dark side battles because if they get focused down and die, then I only get two stars. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I should really try them and see what, see what happens. Yeah. Well, maybe you can try that and report back and let me know if you had the same success that I did. I can do that for sure. Well. Uh, let's talk about some guild strategy. What do you think? I'm in. So, uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. And you're an officer, I'm a guild leader, and everyone here that, eh, what's that? Oh, God. I know what you're laughing at now. I just realized (laughs) afterwards. (laughs) We're just going to keep going. (laughs) Listen. Stop it. Just stop it. (laughs) Listen to your officers. Oh, man, you're turning as red as I am. It's impressive. (laughs) Oh, shit. That's that's funny. It's a good thing we do things live (laughs) and just roll with it. All I'm saying. Oh, my God. That's funny. So back on track. 
I'm just going to keep rolling. You can laugh. Listen to your officers. I know as a guild leader, you as an officer, anyone in here that is had any part in coordinating territory battles this past uh. week will attest to this. Please, please, please. If you don't know what's going on, ask somebody. It can be the difference between getting an extra star or not, as our guild can attest to because some resources were thrown in the wrong place and we fell less than a million short on one of our stars. So just continue to uh, listen to your officers. And uh, if you have questions, ask them because I guarantee you, rather than doing it rogue, if you just asked, even if you feel stupid asking, they'll be much happier with that. So, And, you know, if you can't figure something out or you need some advice or whatever, talk to your officers, other guildmates. They can give you just the tip you need. <laughs> hey oh uh, Beautiful. Only you did it on purpose, so. I did. I you don't to have to feel as beat red as I do. Oh, shit. That was funny. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, one thing that we kind of started doing towards the middle phases was checking platoons immediately. Uh, I don't know if there's something that they're going to end up changing. Who knows? But the fact that there were characters like um, uh, Paplu, Logray, uh, Kylo Shuttle, some of those. Um, uh, <laughs> this live chat's killing me. Um, <laughs> the, the fact that. Uh, God bless. What the hell was I talking about? Oh, platoons. platoons. Yes. So if you can eliminate like two, what we started doing was we would pick two that we would eliminate and not even bother. Tell people don't deploy anyone to those. And then we would pick two that we would be, you know, like that we'd want to fill out first. So if you and this is more of a later phase strategy that we use. Yes, this was more of a later phase strategy and just something to help optimize placing your jeep or your territory points where uh, got some, got some problems. Uh. Yeah. Did you just reread the live chat? It, it, Sorry, audio only. Go check out our YouTube and you'll see what's happening. Um. No, it was something in my head anyway. <laughs> something in your head? Can we just move past this, please? <laughs> okay. Um, I gotta close it for a second anyway. All right. Um, I'll just keep so, this going. So eliminate the going. ones with the rare and unlikely characters. So, for example, we had some where we had three different platoons that involved a four or five star low gray or paplu or even lobot luckily for us we were fortunate to have at least three or four seven star lobots so that helped us out but you want to really want to it, it really sucks to platoon like uh it really sucks to platoon like a bunch of people 14 people into a platoon and realize that 15th one is one that you cannot use so don't be doing that. So you, if your officers decide, hey, we're going to platoon into this, this node, this node, this node, and this node, don't even touch the other ones. Those Because what happens is the characters that you would platoon there, you can actually end up using in a different territory to add galactic points to that to get closer to the next star rather than 
put them in a platoon that may not get used, and those galactic points would be wasted. So, yeah, there's that. Additional territory points can be gained from completed platoons, even if no special bonus is gained, i.e. getting 5 out of 6. But those characters may be better served being placed elsewhere. Just like I was just saying, if you put them in platoons, they're not going anywhere after that. And if you need to use them in a different territory, like the bottom, if you're you're going to platoon them in the middle and it's pointless there because you're never going to finish it, and you need that extra star on the bottom, you can throw them there and get the extra points, and it serves your guild a lot better off that way. So one of the be- one of the things we're doing in our guild is uh, we've created a very large spreadsheet, uh, good old Deadshot and his magic Google Drive touch, but uh, he's creating a list of all the characters people have, what star they have at them, and uh, how, just to help us platoon better, going forward yep. and that way we can decide on which ones we're going to do who needs to do them where and then from there just unleash the battles and then deploy yeah so. that's really important like having a list of people and knowing what characters you can fill out and can't like if you have somebody with a papler or whatever uh i mean if you if you're able to complete those that's great if not save it and now you do get bonus territory points for completing platoons so even if you're at four out of six you know you may get an extra hundred thousand if you complete if you know you go five out of six but you might also need those characters somewhere else if you're already going to get three stars on that one or whatever you may be better off placing those elsewhere to help you so those are all good things to think about um one other thing is Do not, do not do the light side, dark side, split deployment strategy. Um, It's really not optimal for your guild, most likely. If we would have done that, I mean, how many stars would we have missed out on? I'm sure at least four or five. I mean, it was... um, That's one of those things that uh, can be... Can make a big difference, I should say. Especially if you're getting close to that next star level, but not quite all the way there. Um, yep. and th- yeah, it's the best... Adding on to what you're saying, we, uh, we did our best to get the... We got the first star pretty much every time from combat battles, but we still had people that needed to do their battles, so what we did was oh yes, good point. Count about how many combat battles people had done because it's shown up in the right when you click on a combat battle. It's say this many out of fifty. Yep. And uh, so keeping that in mind, and so we would go say these people, Europeans and East Coasters, drop your platoons in the middle section. If you see it getting close to two million ish to uh, the next star, stop. Let us know, and then we'll start talking about the next area and getting that one up to close to two stars. That way, when those people do those combat battles, they'll hopefully finish off that star on them, and then we can decide which one we want to focus next for the next star. And then once we get that, jump up to the last one and just go all out to try to finish it off. Yes, So exactly. Um, One thing I thought about, there was another team that was supposedly pretty good. for territory battles. Do you know what team that is? Uh, yeah, but I, 
Clone. Clones. One thing we didn't talk about. Oh, that's not cheering. That's booing. Uh, that is correct. <laughs> we need the shame. The shame from uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, <laughs> that is a really good idea. I like it. I can see why now you didn't list this above for teams, but clones were definitely great for the at least the first three phases. They got a little iffy in the uh, the ending there. They were having a hard time keeping up and, uh, you know, staying high protection and not getting just focused down. So they're really good for the first few phases. I didn't really use them past phase four. But okay. as far since I had them geared, it was an easy team to use. I wouldn't gotcha. recommend using the to gearing them over other teams because a they're not as good as like a resistance or Phoenix in this case. And their gear requirements are just so astronomical compared to the others. So, yeah, just think about that. Cool. Uh, why don't you tell us what is changing next time in territory battles? All right, so they put out an update a couple days ago. Kind of, I think it was two days before everyone thought the next territory battle was going to start. So, as far as they said last week before the first one started, is that they were going to be starting on Thursdays. So, ever I assumed myself, I know some people thought it would be Wednesday because that was the original day it was going to start, but I assumed it would start Thursday again because it's give a few days off and start the next one. But they put out an update, let everyone know, everyone know kind of what was going on, but. The next event, next territory battle will start on the 11th, so Monday. So pretty nice. I assume they made that move so that they could have the weekend off after all the work they've put in uh, the past week and a half. So I think they deserve it, considering every every day has just been a barrage of client restarts and everything else. So hopefully they take that time and rejuvenate themselves and are back ready for it the next territory battle but that one is not starting at 6 a.m the refresh on that one will be 10 a.m pacific and uh it's funny i'm pacific so i'm always saying these times as if everyone has it resetting at the same time in their day but 10 a.m for me whatever that translates to all of you that aren't pacific that is when the restart will be this time around That'll be so. noon for me, and I love it when we do stuff at noon. Works very well. <laughs> well, that's perfect then. The other thing is they're evaluating a regular start date. So um, they don't know what day for sure it's going to start every time, but uh, they're looking into that. And I can I just say that I could not imagine doing this first territory battle in 12-hour phases. No, hell no. That 24 hours was amazing it gives you all the time you need for everyone to get in there and do what they need to do coordinate it the right way without feeling rushed i i know they're going to move down to 12 hours eventually which is totally fine because three days as opposed to six is a much that's what less I was about to ask. grindy experience yes. but until we have it down to a science i am happy for it to be 24 hours yeah i'm kind of the same way it's a good chance for us to kind of figure out our strategy and get a plan going and, you know, have officers implement some strategies for the entire guild to actually follow and hopefully streamline things for their guild members a little bit. Yep. I agree. Well, that's 
that's the hour we decided to give to territory battles. But uh, good God, <laughs> the the best part is I know what you're thinking because if we had taken out the section of our notes we just did, what we have left would be a whole nother show. So uh, you guys are all in for a treat. You're probably all going to go to bed before we finish this, but that's fine. Catch up with the rest later. We enjoy you hanging out with us now. You have but to stay around for the my demise. glorious comeback no, no, in no. trivia. I'm just saying. I drink and I know things. I'm just saying. So I am prepared. <laughs> we'll get there. I just I didn't want to throw all of it came from Reddit in this week because there was a lot to do and yes. we have a lot to talk about. But there is one thing I wanted to mention, and that was my top Reddit comment for the week, and it goes to Hidden Spring 84, the dev, because I laughed out loud when I read this. So anyway, someone wrote, and this is the subject of the Reddit post. It said, Dear Devs, please add Han to the character filter. So you know we have Resistance, <laughs> First Order. We have Scoundrel. They wanted a Han. Well, Hidden Spring, his comment was just this. Coming in August. That's pretty good. It's a good reply. <laughs> I, uh... It's funny that they can laugh at themselves. I love it. Yep. Well played. No one takes anyone too serious there. Love it. It was hilarious. We're all but on anyways, the same team. Yes, exactly. There was an update. And uh, so we're going to talk about it because I feel like we should do that. All right, let's so do let me that. find it. And there it is. Let's bring it up here. All right, Lunger, let's do it. <laughs> Call me Lunger? Yes. Do I sound like I have phlegm in my mouth? No, I just wanted to quote Tombstone. Oh. Way to go. <laughs> I knew that's where I was from, but uh, I, it came out of nowhere. It, hurt, it hit me. All right, anyways, this week in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, there was an update on the 6th of September, and it was a gigantic surprise. And uh, Yeah, I mean, it was pretty big, and nobody saw this shit coming. Like, no one sees it coming. It also was right there, right smack in your face. Yep. Like, ridiculous. So, uh, yeah, best part. Veteran smugglers Han Solo and Chewbacca were added to the game. Like, wham bam, thank you ma'am. They put out the update and put out a client restart and suddenly these two characters were right there in your list. Yep. Two, and then I mean... How long have people been asking for a Chewbacca rework or a new Chewie? And, new Chewie. And they just and, dropped uh, this on us like a bomb completely out of nowhere right after territory <laughs> battles? Like, we weren't expecting this. Well, the best part is it's like everyone was waiting for Ch Rebel Chewie. And yeah. uh, <laughs> it's TFA Chewie. Yep. It's Force Awakens Chewie and Force Awakens Han Solo. And I don't remember ha him having that big of ears, but... Well, it's Han. <laughs> it's the, the Force Awakens, but he doesn't have the gray hair, so it's working. Yep. It's a, it, the, the character models on those two are pretty good. Chewie just has a little bit more. Uh, his hair's thinning out and becoming a lighter color as he gets older, kind of like people that get gray hair. So they look pretty good, but it's it's just it was random, man. That bam, there it was. I mean, I think it took our guild about an hour after it was announced to realize that something had been announced. Yeah. Like, I had to post the news about 20 minutes, 30 minutes after it was posted in our 
or in our news uh, yep. section of Discord, and then suddenly it took another 40 minutes for any, anyone even to mention it. Took everyone by that much surprise. It was kind of funny. Yeah, I found out so, about it. I jumped on Discord and went into, you know, the Discord channel for our podcast, Shadow of Podcast, which you should totally check out because there's a lot of great people in there with some great conversations. That's totally beside the point. But uh, somebody posted in there, and I went in there. I was like, ooh, what's this link? And it said, you know, veteran smuggler Chewbacca. I was like, what What the hell? So I clicked on it and started reading. I was like, oh, my God, finally, Chewie. And I started re- reading, and it's talking about veteran smuggler Han Solo. And I'm like, what the hell? What? I got kind of confused, and then I quickly figured out that there were two new characters added to the game. And I I can guarantee... I can't guarantee. That's a lie. But I can guess that about... With about 90% certainly certainty <laughs> that we are not going to see the same character released in two different versions within two weeks again. That's my guess. Because this is, this is totally ridiculous. Yeah, that's... Like, Captain Han Solo, here yeah. he is, bam. Two weeks later, veteran smuggler Han Solo. Not so, to mention we also have Stormtrooper Han and Radon. Well, okay, so is this the transition? So they just finished up, um, you know, episode four, New Hope. Did the reworks, gave us these new characters, then they moved into Empire Strikes Back a little bit with Commander Luke. And Hoth Han, Hoth Leia. And is this the starting point for all of the new stuff for uh, The Last Jedi? What do you think? I'm hoping so. And you know what? It kind of kind of gives a nice little hint in the direction that we were talking about with Phasma as the login character, right? What did yeah. I say? Uh, no, I was reading the chat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here we go again. But uh, it, it kind of gives a hint to uh, the Phasma unlock for the monthly character, right? So if we're already starting with TFA characters, we're probably already moving into the section of the new movie introductions. So yep. maybe we can expect something for First Order coming up, or maybe we're just reading too far into things. But that's where I'm going to go with that. So. Yeah. Yep, probably about... Uh probably about to see a lot of stuff for the last jedi maybe resistance first order all that sort of stuff's probably about to start coming because i think september last year was kind of when they started doing stuff for uh rogue one wasn't it we'd really have to look up uh with what month uh scarif rebel pathfinder was the monthly login because that was the first that was when it first started yeah. i kind of thought that was september but i am not 100 for sure I have to go look it up. Now I'm curious. But uh, as far as veteran smugglers Han Solo and Chewbacca go, they were marquee events. So they're following that uh, new release cadence. And they those marquee events weren't the next week. They were literally midnight the day that the update went out. Because I swear, I logged in and I saw the new characters and I went to the events tab. And it said like six hours until the event started. And I'm like, that can't be right. Huh. Yeah, well, it was right. So yeah. that very next day is when those marquee events for those two characters started. And as we record this, they are sitting in our inventory now at three stars. So 
adding me a little bit more galactic power. Yep. Yay! Uh, but something I find is... funny, and I don't see them changing, is they do not pilot Episode Seven's Millennium Falcon. <laughs> Which is disappointing. <laughs> Very. No one really does, because no one has it, so well, there's that. I mean, besides... That's the best part of territory battles. Yeah. Deploy uh, platoons that require the Millennium Falcon. Yep. Just avoid those with everything you can. Yep. Um, so. New environment. That was the next new thing. New environment. Yes. That Aravana, which was the freighter that Chewie and Han were moving cargo on in uh, The Force Awakens that. Ah, uh, uh, yes. When they found the Millennium Falcon. I remember that. When you. Yes. Very cool. I li- really liked the. Uh, that environment it looked good so i'm excited to have that thrown into the uh rotation once this event's done that'll be cool um let's see two separate marquee events this is the one that kind of kind of threw me off and uh, it makes sense why they did it just because i don't think they have the tech to do this the way i think it would have been better to do yeah but uh two events you never use chewy and han together at the same time in these events but the thing is marquee events are meant to highlight the character right and what they can do yep and these two are literally meant to be together all the time because they get so many synergies together that that's what they're built for well you don't ever play with them together in the marquee events so you don't even realize the full potential of those two as a team in the marquee events but the very the the part that i find funny is Separate, they're still both really strong. Like, as attackers, they were hitting really hard. And this is without mods, without the, uh, you know, all the extra stuff we put on them, you know? This is just maxed abilities and their base stats. So, they look really good to me. I'm pretty impressed. uh, I'm excited for three months from now when I can farm them both. Yep, sure. Wherever they might be. So... We'll get into them, them a bit later. Yes. It'll be uh, interesting to talk about. Might even be next week. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> packs. Of course, they come with packs and bundles. They have the packs, the classic Smuggler's Return pack. There's one for Chewie and there's one for Han. Those are the Lotto packs. 5 to 330 shards, 1,299 crystals. As I say every time, if you like to play the Lotto and you like to see what you can get for your money and you don't want to you don't really worry about gambling. it too much yeah i do too but uh i don't know not that much. these packs are for certain people and i'm not one of them but they are there five to 330 shards if you want to play the lotto it is there for both chewy and han so if you see those seven star characters already you know where they came from bundles old debts double bundle they did not do separate bundle packs, separate bundle packs for Chewie and Han. They put them together, which kind of makes sense because they're one of the most iconic duos in Star Wars, in my opinion. So for sure, they put them together for twenty bucks instead of the ten, and it's level twenty plus sees this and Han Solo and Chewbacca shards. Here's a part: twenty five shards for the twenty bucks, twenty five of each. So Seems 50 awful low. Shards. Yeah. 50 shards total, 25 for each. It's a good start, I guess, for those that are going to gamble. So you already know that you're going to have those extra 25. Yeah. But 
But I mean, compared to like the Raid Han one that gives you, or not Raid Han, the uh, Captain Han Solo one that gives you 40 shards for 10 bucks, kind of like, eh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's an, yeah. It's there for people. I'm not buying it simply because that will only serve to stick them at low stars for three months when I could just farm it later. So, yeah. But I know there will be people that buy it to get head starts on their lotto farms. So there's that. Cool. Another funny thing that happened. This one kind of took me by surprise. Ahsoka Tano Fulcrum not in the shard shop anymore after one week. I was kind of debating myself whether I wanted to buy her shards. I was too. And I guess the decision was made for me. Yep. So... I almost bought some shards right before she left, you know, because she was still there. She was still in the shop for that refresh, but mm -hmm. yeah, I didn't pull the trigger. Oh, well. Yep, me either. I'll save my 15,000 shard shop for one of the Ewoks, I guess. Hey, there you go. Or just wait for the Chewie and Hong. Well, you know, don't forget, at some point you're going to need some Wicket. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Lots of things to sharp, so it's not like it hurt me, but... I really, I was really thinking about her. Yep. But at least she's in the fleet shipment, so it won't, it shouldn't be too bad. Yep. Cool. There were some uh, bug fixes and other fixes that were put in with this update also. A couple of these are quite nice. I did not, I did not read these when, uh, when they came out. But uh, I kept scrolling through my arena and seeing Commander Luke's picture and thinking to myself, that. Is that the same picture it's always been? Yeah. I couldn't figure out what looked different. And then uh, then I read the notes tonight, and I'm like, new Commander Luke Skywalker portrait. Makes perfect sense while it, why it seems so different. I think they, they totally used the exact it. same portrait from Farm Boy Luke with Commander Luke. It was close. It looked you know, The only thing that looked different was the jacket to me. Uh. So... It's like they had the same face, but one was wearing the 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 gray jacket, and the other one had I the farm boy outfit. Color wise, <laughs> yeah, they well, the same to me. I guess the change was made because some people had accidentally farmed up farm boy Luke instead of their commander Luke. Uh, I don't understand personally how you make that mistake, but people were I, making it. I so didn't hear that interesting. Yeah, so that's why they changed it. It looks really awkward to me now. Well, you have to <laughs> farm. Farm Boy Luke to get Commander Luke, so yeah, it's a good call. Yeah. Another I thing, Kenobi. I'm excited about this one. Well, why don't you tell us about it then? All right. So, Kenobi now finally calls characters that have special buffs whenever he does his lead the charge ability, which calls in all the assists for buff characters. So, Awesome characters like Commander Luke Skywalker, who has a buff that he naturally gives himself, that will finally count when Kenobi calls in buffed allies. Which so is excited. awesome, and it seems yeah. like it should have worked that way forever. But Was it last week coding... when we talked about this? Last week or the week before? I think we talked about this, actually. Yeah, I seem to remember you talking about it for sure. Yeah. So, so uh, it's nice that this was put right there, put right in there. Very pleasant surprise. For sure. So another thing, Military Might is coming, but the game, when it was put into the game with an update in the, the little newsletter there, it was saying it was coming this weekend and the timer on the event was wrong. 
It was actually saying it was going to start on Friday afternoon, but it's actually starting, according to the live events page on the forums, it's starting on Monday, and that was when it was always supposed to start. It was just an error in the, the uh, rollout, so... Ah, uh, interesting. Yeah. So, there's that. Um, cool. It's coming on the 11th, so we can all play it then, and I enjoy Military Mites. You can play so, your Military Might while you're waiting on your officers to tell you where you can platoon characters. Yes, exactly. Both of those will be on the same day, so... Um, yeah. I don't know why I had the patch notes up on the live stream, because I did not scroll through them at all, so I hope you enjoyed the... Uh, well done. The first few uh, notes of that the whole time. We're a very but, professional podcast here. As you can I will work to be better on that <laughs> sometime. But uh, uh, as far as other events, Emperor's Demise is starting on September 14th. For all, So for all you players that don't have Emperor Palpatine at seven stars yet, I hope your Rebels are ready because he is coming back this week. So go and grab him because he's awesome and... For as long as he's been out, he's always been good, and he will always fit somewhere for you doing something. That is true. So, he's a great character. Yes, he is. And he needs a shit ton of those Mark III uh, thermal detonators, too. <laughs> so, heads up. Start farming those now. Yeah. Last thing I wanted to mention was another a separate update that they put out this week. But the, during the territory battles, some people, including people in our guild, which was really distressing some of them, was uh, special mission rewards were not handed out to some people. So they didn't get their Rolo shards, they didn't get their extra currency, and no one really knew if they were going to get those things back since they didn't get them. So a lot of people put in tickets, put in all the information about who they were and what happened, and uh, we're just hoping for the best. And as of today, as some of our guildies can attest, those rewards were sent out and people got their shards and their currency with the same exact messages we got earlier this week. So uh, just further proof that they got exactly what they were needing like everyone else did. So cool. pretty awesome that they got that fixed within a week and everyone got their stuff. Because that was, that was I know that I would have been mad for sure. And it would, I would have been wor- definitely worried if I was ever going to get it. And if the next time it was going to work or not work for me. So it's nice for those guys that uh, they don't have to worry about that now. So good job on CG on uh, getting the, everyone their stuff. Yep, for sure. Hey. Yep, so as far as that goes, we're going to de- not delay my uh, pain any longer and uh, just go into uh, the end of this trivia here because I'm currently down four points. Staring down the barrel of a <laughs> hot 45. Punish has not been discussed yet. If you have ideas, shoot them to us because I'm curious. Um, yeah, and be extra nice with them. We don't have to do to me what we did to Wink. All right? Just so yeah, we know. Yeah, we, we want it to be much worse. Um, you know what <laughs> I have this week? Hey, I got one. I got, I'll shave my head. That's not very good. <laughs> Maybe you could shave your beard on the live stream. Oh god. Dude, 
You don't want to see this baby face. <laughs> um, it's not pretty. All right. I have a surprise. Uh, you ready for the surprise? You kind of know about the surprise, but no one else does. What's the surprise? Oh, I am excited for this. We have some lovely background music for our trivia section. Can we get a little more volume? We can get a little bit more volume. Is that good? Oh, there we go. All right, there we are. I'm digging it. Perfect. All right. It is time for the final episode of season two of Trivia. And uh, I am up by four points. Have a nice you little are. cushion. Uh, hopefully I can finish this thing off and give you your first punishment. <laughs> like I said, I'm making the comeback. Never tell me the other. All right. So here we go. First question. How many platoons, not squadrons, affect the territory they are on? Yeah. Pretty rough, huh? Say it one more time. How many platoons, not squadrons, affect the territory they are on? Oh. I have my answer, and I'll write it after I know you have your answer, because I am making my comeback. I don't want anyone to All see right. my answer. I have wrote my answer. All right, I'm writing my answer. You, right. you, didn't, you didn't make the same squiggly lines I made. No? What did you put? I put three. Three? Okay. Here we go. Oh, no. Wow. We're both wrong. No. Thank God. The answer is four. Damn. Interesting. So I put two because I was thinking the, the middle and bottom on phase six. Well, I knew those two, and then I knew... I think there was one in phase two... I should have. Nope. Is it phase three? Yes, you're on your right track. So the answer is four. Three C, five B, six B, and six C. I didn't realize there were other phases. Huh, I thought nice. they all fed into the next one. So nope. Besides so the last one. So this is actually a really good tip. I'm glad this kind of came up. There's something I wanted to mention earlier, but kind of forgot about is you can actually find out which territories are affected because you can kind of scroll through all the territories at any time in territory battles. But if you click on the platoon mission and look at the top, it will tell you what sections it affects, and then you can just go find the territory with that same name, and it will tell you that it affected it or not. So that is something else that we were also doing pretty heavily was delaying people going into their battles in ones in which that affected that immediate battle because that can make a really big difference. I like it. Good tip. <laughs> it's a uh, strong tip. Yes. This it's is a great tip. This is the ultimate tip episode. <laughs> we got tips for everyone. Everyone right, who wants next a question. tip gets a tip. <laughs> yes. Here we go. Alright, there are four tunes with 0% base potency. Who are they? Good grief. This is, like, this is ugly. I don't like this. Holy. I, um, well, let's just think. The only people that actually get potency are the ones that don't need it, so, uh... 
<laughs> Who really needs potency? I'm gonna write down one answer just because I think it might be right. I saw you looking. No, my screen I, isn't I, covered I, anymore. I can't see your. My screen isn't covered. I can't anymore. see your whiteboard. You know what? What? I'll hide you. Will that make you feel better? <laughs> Too late. <laughs> my video is turned off and it showed on the stream I did it. Suck it, Trebek. Wait, so you can't? People can't see you on the live stream? No, they can see me. You just can't see me on Skype. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I've got two that I think are possibilities. I am struggling on the last two, though. Uh, I, you're probably going to get some, and I'm going to get none, because I really have no idea about this I, question. Honestly, I I can think of a couple that are pretty low, and they're the two that I have written down, but I don't know if they're zero or not. I mean, zero is... I mean, that's low. That's a tough one, man. So, we shall see. I put two answers. I'm going to stick with them. I don't even know what to say for the okay. other two. I wrote down three answers, and I'm sticking with it. All right. Let's get into it. What are the answers? I am showing my answers. I wrote Show down... Show me again? Do what? Oh, God. Okay. Tell me... Because I already know you got one. I wrote down I Commander it. Luke Skywalker, Jin, and Thrawn. Well, you got Jin or so. Yes. The answers are Jin, Darth Maul, General Kenobi, who I almost wrote down, huh. and Wicket. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Oh, the comeback's looking harder and harder. Bleak. Wait. Unless that question was worth nothing, unless you got them all. Because <laughs> it does say, say correct response. It doesn't say one for each answer. Uh, Just saying. Yeah. I mean, we can go to the council on this one, but I'm going to write down that I'm up five. Well, well let's 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 wait until see if I get close. If I'm nowhere near close, it doesn't even matter. That's true, but I want to crush you. <laughs> all right. This one is one point for each correct answer. Okay. All right. The question is, which characters hold more than one long-range weapon in their hands? Actually hold in the hand, so Boba's wrist rocket, B2's built-in gun, etc. don't count. Ooh. So it's making that out like there's more than one. And, uh... What characters hold multiple long-range weapons? Yes, it's one, that is the question. That is one hell of a question. Um, <laughs> For sure. Well, you can rule out all the Jedi. You can pro... That's probably a safe assumption. That is a good yeah. tip to get you started. Um, <laughs> Christ, I... <laughs> this is tough, man. Oh, Jesus. I don't know how... The problem is, he didn't say how many there were, so I'm just... Man, I, uh, I don't know if I had... I mean... It's tough. Everyone at home's yelling at us, saying this one and that one, and we're just here like... Probably uh, so. Yeah, we're just like freaking... Derp, totally brain derp and derp. It don't matter if I'm brain dead. So. It matters if... You are brain dead. That's really all I give a damn about. Um, I think I have two. So, 
You think you have two? I think I have two. Really? I think I have two. I have come but, up uh, with a whopping grand total of zero. <laughs> that is zero well, in Spanish. So Spanish. So clear. <laughs> Several? What? <laughs> oh my god. Um, man, I gotta think of more. If you don't have any, uh, maybe I can come back here. Give me a this, sec. We're gonna take another 10, 20 seconds. I'm gonna come I mean, up with this one is more. one that you can probably do a little bit of catching up on, because. I mean. It said holding the weapon, right? Yes. <laughs> I was like, does initiate count? Her weapons are long. Oh, long range, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it doesn't say use, though, which that's good for us. Uh, it is... What was the exact description? Uh, holding, so... Hold more than one long range weapon in their hands. Mm. Alright, I can't come up with any more, yeah, so I'm just gonna... I got one row down that I'm gonna show. Bays. Alright. Bays. You're going to kick yourself when you figure out the one that I really thought you would have known. So, the answers I wrote down are IG-88. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> the other one I wrote down was Cad Bane. And then the other one I wrote was Cassian. I was trying to think of scoundrels and I was just drawing a total freaking blank. <laughs> oh my god. I know god. you used to love IG-88, so I thought that you would have got him, but... Wow. If he's not on the list, I'm going to be... He, he is. All right. He's got to be. Oh. All right. There we go. So the answers are Rex, mm. Fives, IG-88. Oh, my God. Cad Bane, Mob Enforcer, and Sabine. So you're... So I'm up only three now. Yep. I got two on that one. Damn. That's a good question. That was tough. God, I should have known some of those. Seriously. Well, I wasn't Re really thinking that pistols were long range. That's why I didn't write Rex or, yeah, I was, or Fives. I kind of had the same thought process, but I mean, that is technically long range. It's, you know, longer than... But I did write down Cad Bane, so I probably should have written down the others. Yeah. Because no, if, if I had written down Rex and Fives, I would be only down by one. Jeez. Oh, man. The comeback is still... Ugh. There's still a chance. All right. Next one. All right, trivia question four. One point. <coughs> That's good. Which of the following four is false? If you have a level 50 R2-D2 and you use smokescreen, there is a chance more than one tune is not going to be stealth. <coughs> okay, Director Krennic can apply stagger on AoE. Oh, my God. Shore Trooper can grant turn meter to some allies. And lastly, under Jin Erso's Zeta leadership ability, rebel allies gain 5% protection at the start of their turn. Which of those is false? Yes. Man, I, I really do not know. I've got an educated guess, but it's probably wrong. Alright, well, I have my answer down. Me too. What did you have? I'm going with number one, R2-D2. 
Me too. Yes. Alright, so let's see what the answer is. Ooh, we both missed it. Really? So the, the false answer was, under Jin Leadership's Zeta Leadership ability, mm. Rebel Allies gain 5% protection at the start of their turns. The actual protection gain is whenever they gain a buff. Ah, damn. Okay. Nice. Well done. Huh? Yep. Deadshot, your question's on point tonight. Well done. <laughs> These are good. He's always got them. These are He's really always got the good. Good questions. Oh, it's one of the <laughs> grand finale. <laughs> oh, jeez. What? Okay, it's a who am I? Oh, jeez. I love these. All right, I'm prepared. Who am I? My name. My name also rhymes with bleedo, and I'm best against the tank. I follow up my brothers in arms, supporting fire from the flank. Find my brothers identical, distinguish us you can't. I got it. I got my answer. I, I It doesn't matter if I got the answer or not. No, it doesn't. But... But it might make it respectable. Um... I, I don't know. Um... I love this music, by the way. It's nice, isn't it? This was a. Uh, this is actually a loop in Garage Band, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> That's awesome. I was like, ooh, that sounds kind of like the Cantina music from Star Wars, sorta, not entirely, but yes. a little bit. I was like, yeah, we're using it. All right, uh, I'm not even gonna write anything down. I don't care. All right, I got Echo. Echo. I think echo. just the O echo. is the uh, echo. the echo. rhyme there. All right. And the answer is Echo. So. I don't know that that, uh, yeah, I agree. It's a bit of a stretch <laughs> on the rhymes with Bleedo, but almost rhymes with Bleedo, you could sell me on, sure. <laughs> All right. Nice. Well, I feel a little better about the final score. Yes! I, I still lost, so All right. I'm going to figure out week what, wins what trivia. the punishment is going to yeah, be. Yeah, we'll be talking punishments next week. Oh, man. And then we can start episode three. Or season three. Yep. Very exciting. All right. Absolutely. Anything else we need to discuss before we get out of here? I think that's it. So, next week, for sure, we'll be talking about veteran smugglers Han and Chewie and anything else that comes out this week, including more territory battle strategy Hell as we move yeah. into our second territory battle. So, uh, for everyone out there listening, thanks for listening. Go check out our Twitter account at Shattered Order. Check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Shattered Order. Find us on Reddit at or I'm Goodnight Punk. He's Windkiller Inc. Yep. And uh, leave us some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, whatever is your method of choice. We love to hear from you guys. And as far as that goes, we will see you next week. Later. Thank you for listening to the Shattered Order podcast. Happy gaming, and may the force be with you.